Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode at the Data Engineering Show. How are you, Dad? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Not uh, tested positive for any variant yet? Dodged it. Headed it home. Talk to the mic. Managed to dodge it. Don't dodge the mic. <laughs> yeah, I dodged it too. Maybe, you know, trans in the family. Yeah, good on this version at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, thanks uh, for everyone who joined us. We are here with Yerin Benado. Hi, Yerin. How are you? Hey guys, how are you? Did you dodge? Did you dodge the virus too? So far, so, so good. Far. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So Yerin Benado, uh, engineering manager from Gong. Gong, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a really, really interesting and great product. Uh, a revenue intelligence product. They help you. Uh, it started with with a product that helps you record and analyze all your conversations, um, typically for for sales teams, but but not only. And you can go back and, and analyze who talked, how long, what words were mentioned, uh, and get insights onto how to better sort of close deals if you manage sales teams, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Yarin joined around a year and a half-ish ago after an acquisition. So, so Yarin, tell us sort of uh, what Vio was, which sort of was your home uh, before entering Gong. So uh, I founded Bio around uh, 2017 uh, with a uh, good friend and a partner. Uh, and our goal at Bio was to basically uh, take the entire customer data that a company is creating uh, constantly um, and answer a few simple questions about these customers. Um, so is the customer a happy customer? Are they going to leave the churn? Uh, is there any upsell opportunities? Uh, and the idea was basically to automate all the uh, data aggregation, collection, aggregation, and reporting around these specific customer-related questions. What used to be done as internal you know, BI and, and, and data teams, uh, so we offered as a simple solution uh, where Vio is doing all the hard stuff. How big was the team at, at Vio at the time? So we were relatively small, very small uh, startup. We ran for uh, two and a half years. Tops, we were like 10 employees, um, mostly engineering uh, here in uh, Tel Aviv and uh, a bit offshore. Tell us a little bit about your background. What did you do up until that? And how did you enter the data and engineering world? So yeah, before Vio, I was uh, leading uh, the engineering team for uh, a bit bigger startup uh, here in uh, in uh, Tel Aviv. Uh, before that, I held a role of principal engineer for several startups. Um, I think Gong is the biggest company I worked. How many employees is Gong nowadays? Um, almost 900. Wow. And uh, so how much, you know, you're, you're an engineering manager. Tell us a bit about your current role and how much of it is dedicated to data. Um, so I'm uh, an engineering manager in what is called Insights Group within Gong. Um, the group is in charge of all the data that is customer-facing, basically. So it's either in-app analytics uh, or uh, BI for customer use. Um, so basically everything we do is around data. Uh, Gong, there's many, many teams and groups within Gong that create a lot of data, and we have to build insights on top of this data. Yeah, Dad and I, uh, you know, we 
talked about it in, the, in past episodes, I think, as well. We always love the intersection of software engineering and uh, deep data projects. Um, so, so let's uh, try to untangle that. Tell us a bit about the, you know, the current data stack and sort of the current active projects. Uh, and let us see what's going on under the hood at Gong with data. So in terms of stack, uh, basically, we like to keep things very simple, uh, but at a large scale at Gong. Uh, so our data stack is we have the operational databases, uh, which are serving the entire product and pipelines within the product. Um, in terms of data, uh, so we started uh, simple with just Postgres, uh, then moved to Redshift. Uh, now we have a bigger project basically to take data from multiple sources uh, for this in-app analytics use case. Um and move everything to uh, a single uh, data warehouse uh, with a lot of pipelines to aggregate and pre-aggregate uh, data for basically sub-second uh, query times for uh, dashboards and graphs, uh, et cetera. Um, so yeah, we for, for uh, operational databases, we still use a lot of Elasticsearch, uh, Postgres. Uh, we have some MongoDB. Um, and as, as mentioned, uh, it's uh, also for the uh, in-app analytics and uh, BI. We're, uh, we're now moving uh, also uh, a lot of parts from Postgres to Redshift and to Snowflake. Walk us through the different teams that are, in, you know, how do the teams that deal with data look like at Kong? What do you have between data engineering, software engineering, which teams are dedicated to in-app uh, insights in particular? How does that look like? How do, do all of these interact with each other? So yeah, it's a very good question because it's pretty complex at the as, at the pace of that grow, uh, Gong is growing. Um, so we have uh, within the insights group uh, right now we have uh, two tracks, two pods um, with products and engineering and data engineering. Uh, one of them is to create the in-app analytics track. Another team is focused on the infrastructure of basically building um, the lake house, if we can call that uh, uh, like that, um, both for internal use. So we also have uh, the classic uh, data uh, analysis team and uh, BI, internal BI team. So they all are utilizing the same data generated from Gong. Um, and other uh we have data, uh, as mentioned, product uh, analysts that are uh, doing a lot of uh, internal uh, work with the data. Uh, overall, I'd say there are about 30 different people working around these areas um, of data that is being generated uh, on top of Gong pla- Gong's platform. What data volumes are you guys dealing with? Uh, a lot. So... In, um, most of the data that is uh, uh, not being analyzed or being analyzed but not for uh, data analysis is uh, basically the videos and, and calls. Um, so the, what we call the media, uh, last time I checked recently, it was almost five petabytes uh, in terms of data ingestion. Uh, so we're talking about hundreds of thousands of uh, video conference calls per day. Um, I'd say many millions of emails per day. Um, overall, all the data that is not the media, uh, I think, takes around a few hundreds of terabytes. 
And uh, so you mentioned a variety of technologies. Walk us through maybe, you know, if I'm a user from a user experience perspective, what kind of analytics am I exposed to as a user? And then what parts of the stack are, are delivering it to me? So the uh, largest part of, of data, which we call team stats, is basically analyzing how um, the team is performing in terms of sales calls. Uh, Gong has identified some very interesting metrics that help salesperson uh, do better. Uh, things like the top ratio, uh, patience. Um, so we basically have a, a, a very specific part of, of the product that serves this uh, data. Um, and then we have some more advanced uh, things uh, that we can basically track what is being said in calls and track it over time. Uh, it's a relatively new area that we're focusing on at Gong, uh, what we call uh, tracking the strategy or the sales organization strategy. Um, basically, all the data right now is being served either from Postgres, which uh, all the data is pre-aggregated, uh, or from Snowflake, where all the data is basically being modeled uh, using dbt and uh almost no aggregation is done there so it's, it's quite time basically how did uh, the data stack evolve in the year and a half that you're there i mean you know you mentioned you're looking into a, a lake house architecture right now is that over is that a new sort of initiative or was that always the case and when did snowflake and dbt come in and sort of was the, what was the driver for that so the entire lake house um solution uh, is basically being in progress these days. Uh, we are trying to make it more of an evolution rather than a revolution, uh, but still a lot of the data is being served from the classic uh, simple one big table on top of Postgres. Um, and now we form the uh, architecture, the new architecture, and basically uh, looking forward in terms of scale and building this uh, new lake house solution. And uh, also, you also mentioned Redshift, right? So, what is uh, where does Redshift come in? Um, mostly around product analytics. So, a lot of data that is being collected from uh, either um, third-party tools uh, ends up uh, in Redshift, uh, anonymized. We don't have any data there, uh, any customer data at all there. So, it's only just IDs and, and raw metrics. So what are, what are the sort of uh, the typical uh, frustrations in, you know, that you guys run into in the data stack? What, what do maybe the internal users like to complain about or what, what, or what will the new evolution maybe solve? Uh, so users always complain, obviously, about performance, um, why this query takes so long, uh, etc., a lot of uh, uh, internal users uh, find it a bit difficult to get uh, the real picture of data because we're using so many uh, dispersed databases. Um, and also when we try to bring everything in uh, under the same uh, hood, uh, so data modeling uh, still takes some effort because we're moving. Gong is a, a company that moves really fast uh, in the engineering. Um, and sometimes we don't always have a cohesive data model uh, in terms uh, of uh, uh, data engineering and, and analytics. Uh, so these are uh, two pretty interesting challenges that we're facing. Who is driving or who is involved in the evolution in, in, into the newer architecture? How, from a process perspective or a human perspective, are you managing that project? 
Uh, everyone. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, the interesting part here is that it's not a classic internal data uh, project um, because we're also exposing some of this data, obviously modeled differently, but uh, to customers. So uh, they will end up having their own access to basically a warehouse with all their data. Um, so we have basically two two areas pulling the same uh, string, uh, both from product and from the internal uh, analytics use case. Uh, so it's almost everywhere on the organization, starting from you know customer success to product to engineering. Uh, it's a pretty complex project. I think you mentioned sharing data with uh, customers. Can you elaborate more a bit uh, about that? So what's the um, you know, business need or requirement there? And what, how are you going about it? So I think I look at it as the next evolution of APIs. Um, Gong has a pretty robust API, which companies can uh, utilize and build their own products. Uh, but the biggest benefit of Gong is the data that it holds. Uh, and obviously, uh, our customers want to build data products around uh, Gong's data. Uh, so it only makes sense uh, instead of consuming APIs and building the pipelines and data transformation is just hand them over all the data cleanly modeled uh, in a way that they can either just plug in uh, Tableau or Looker uh, and just start uh, using the data uh, or basically just build products on top of data and not APIs. So you're, they're essentially exporting the data, copying into their own environment through the yep. APIs. Yes. Um, what are your impressions so far? You've, you've been using both Snowflake and Redshift. How is that sort of uh, looking for you guys? What's the conclusion? We're actively new with Snowflake, um, but overall, I think both have their strengths and, and weaknesses. Uh, obviously, Snowflake, you know, in terms of a bit cost and Redshift is not as performant and uh, ingestion is, is a bit more challenging. Um, yeah, overall, I think they're both okay for what they do. Uh, some use cases are better here, some are there. Is dbt used with both or only with uh, Snowflake? Only with Snowflake. Uh, and how long has it been since you've adopted uh, dbt? How has that been going? Uh, same, pretty pretty new for us as well. Any tips so far for other newbies with DBT? Uh, things to avoid, best practices from the rather short journey for you guys there, or not yet? Um, yeah, not yet. We're still in the part of like the easy things uh, we're more comfortable with, but we're still uh, learning as we go. I wonder, you know, you being uh, a veteran in, in software engineering and essentially now delivering data experiences into into products, uh, you know, the intersection of software engineering and, and data, what kind of practices are important for you uh, that are different from sort of the traditional internal analytics uh, world? Mostly it's around um, the quality uh, of data uh, which we end up serving our customers. Uh, so we treat data projects almost as a you know, software development lifecycle. Basically, it's uh, what's the SLA for support, uh, monitoring, how, are, how can you make sure that the data that customers see uh, that went through so many pipelines and transformation is accurate. 
um, pipelines cannot break. So we, we cannot like have data that is, yeah, it's broken for the past 24 hours. So customers see data that is from last couple of days. Uh, so we treat it just as any other uh, large-scale customer-facing software project, basically. Let's maybe use this as an opportunity to pick on you and ask, was there any sort of uh, failure that you remember that we can uh, look back and, and maybe help our listeners avoid? What, uh, what do you remember as a, as, a, you know, as a horrible day, whether it's data pipelines or production issues that we can all learn from? So, so far, nothing major uh, customer-facing. We did have some uh, mega failures trying to uh, be very naive in terms of how we are going to approach this Lake House project. Uh, we were very naive and said, yeah, let's like take uh, something like a CDC solution that consumes uh, all the Postgres data, throw it in S3, uh, and then just have Athena or Presto or something like that. And yeah, it's just a one-month project and we're golden. Uh, but yeah, we, this one month was a battle, I think for about six months. And then we just decided to move on to something more, uh, robust. So what's that more robust thing? Let's just untangle that a little bit. Let's spend some time there. So how does it look now? Yeah. So it's basically, uh, let's not cut angles and, and basically just, you know, build, um, uh, a streaming uh, service from within the products where we can make sure also in terms of data lineage. So we know when the data was modified and what kind of uh, data was modified. Uh, so for an example, if we're talking about uh, recorded calls, uh, even scheduled calls. So before the call is being processed and analyzed by Gong, uh, we can know exactly when this call was changed and modified uh, by the host, uh, was it rescheduled, uh, et cetera. Um, and then we basically write everything. Uh, we almost created our own uh, CDC mechanism. Uh, we dump everything to S3, uh, where we have a like staging area, I would say, uh, being ingested into something like Snowflake, uh, which is the journal for each entity. And from then on, we can create history tables, uh, or snapshots, uh, daily snapshots. We can go back in time and say, yeah, let's see how the actual data was looking a week ago. Uh, yeah, so no shortcuts. And how did you uh, go about with the lineage uh, challenge? How did you implement that? So we still have some challenges there, um, but we uh, keep track of any uh, transaction and and data pipeline, which is internal to the product, uh, and have a record that says that we know when was this entity modified and by whom. Uh, from then on, we try to uh, keep a sequence or kind of like a batch ID. Uh, and each transformation has its own record. When was it transformed? By which pipeline, etc. cetera. Uh, Eventually, we should be able to unroll aggregated data and, and, and find out the actual raw data that was taken into consideration for this aggregation. Tell us internal analytics. How does that look like? Uh, what tools are being used and which of the different databases and warehouses are, are, are they hitting? 
we have SciSense, we now have Tableau, uh, we have our homegrown uh, analytics, um, which I'm not sure which front end is being used. Uh, most of the data is uh, being ingested uh, to Redshift, either from third parties or uh, re- being streamed from within the product. Um, pretty straightforward. We're using Amplitude for uh, uh, analytics, uh, full story for uh, um, UI analytics, like product user journey. Um, yeah, pretty straightforward, I'd say. We've picked on you with uh, looking for for a data tragedy. Now let's talk about something uh, happy. You know, what are you proud of, or a project that went very well, or something uh, that we can learn from that you can share? I think one uh, example that I have uh, on the top of my mind is like we were looking to replace uh, Postgres for one part of the product, uh, which we served uh, some stats, um, and before moving off from from uh, uh, Postgres, uh, we mapped where the problem is, uh, why is it not working, um, is moving on from to a different data store, is the solution. Uh, and at the end of the day, we identified that with just a very, very minor optimization to this Postgres, uh, we're using uh, RDS, Aurora, so we can uh, more easily scale uh, Postgres, not that it's an easy uh, task in itself, um, but we had a, a, a pretty big table in terms of what Postgres can deal with. Um, it was just, you know, a, a, a research for about two weeks, and then the solution took a couple of days, uh, and we were back from like ten seconds loading time to sub-second queries. Uh, just with using the right column type, uh, the right indexes. Uh, and yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting how, 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 how far you can go with the modest tools. Sometimes the simplest things uh, work like a charm. Yeah. Uh, but we oftentimes don't spend enough time figuring that out uh, and go for bombastic uh, solutions. Awesome. Great story. Maybe an interesting angle to talk about would be hiring. You know, how do you go about hiring engineers uh, from a data angle, how do we make sure they'll be able to deliver on those big data challenges? What are you looking for? First, I'd say it's a very difficult task nowadays. Um, but yeah, we all can agree on that. Uh, in terms of data, um, so we are looking for people that dealt with data, not necessarily at the data engineering level and know all the tools and all the uh, how to build infrastructure. Um but have some experience around data, what it means to like query two terabytes of data, um, how basically how databases and data stores are modeled and find understand technically the strengths and weaknesses of each. Um, so yeah, it's not necessarily you know the best SQL experience, uh, but more of the uh, understanding of performance, good data modeling. This is also something that we uh, put some emphasis on. Uh, so have the good you know, foundations, 3NF, Kimball, things like that. Awesome, thanks. What parts, um, are there any parts left you know, in your stack that you consider very legacy and are the ones that are in line to be replaced? 
yes, although you know Gong is a relatively young company, so like the things that are uh, implemented two years ago uh, are considered legacy. So yeah, I would say that we still store data, which is not for operation use in Postgres. This is something definitely you want to move on from, either to the lakehouse approach or maybe if, uh, some other uh, data store which allow fast uh, analytics um, at a smaller scope, but at a faster uh, scale and performance. That has been super, super interesting. Uh, we love Gong. We used the... Uh ourselves at, at Firebolt. Uh, and definitely interesting to hear such a sort of insight-driven and data-centric uh, product has data flowing behind the scenes. So thank you for joining our episode. Any final words you want to spread out to the uh, data engineering world? Yeah, I'd say what we always, uh, one of our operating principles at Gong is uh, first, enjoy the ride. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the second exactly. one is just don't be so naive and say, yeah, <laughs> put everything on S3 and then it will work. Uh, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of people along the way to create a robust data solution. But, but, our, but the first few days of that naive uh, false optimism, first, they're fun. so fun. They're so yes. fun. You think all your worries are over before it explodes in your face. <laughs> it's so super powered. Yeah, it will take us just two weeks. Yeah. And and in your head, it's all it's all done already. <laughs> yeah, Ray, thank you very, very thank much. Thank you so much. Uh, and see you around. Thank you. So we've launched just a few months ago. Uh, we're growing quite nicely, right? Yes. How many views do we have? Very happy. I think we've got like we're in thousands, right? Happy, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, not bad. But we want more. Want if more. you like this, yes. help us spread the love. Yes. If you don't like that, spread, you know... Vote for replacing for me. me for someone else. Uh, That's fine. And, you know, we promise to try our best to keep bringing you... are amazing, you boss. The data people from the most interesting data companies. So subscribe. Make our mama proud. Yes. Help us out. Love you, mom. <laughs>